Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Hancock Whitney. Hancock Whitney is here for families, here for businesses, here for communities during this challenging time. Visit HancockWhitney.com slash COVID-19 for the latest. And by... Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas, and by Peony on Magazine Street. Exceptional women's and children's clothes and gifts. From our socially distanced virtual lunch table in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Aschuti, Tulane University Freeman School of Business professor and director of the Birkenrode Reports. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. These days, it's hard to read the news or even have a conversation with members of your own family without being confronted by the many things that separate us. But there is one basic thing we all have in common. We all have a body. Now, that might sound so obvious as to be hardly worth pointing out, but the fact is, if we don't take care of our body and stay fit and healthy, everything else in our life is compromised. With this basic fact in mind, we've turned keeping fit into a major economic component of American life. We may be more or less successful at actually being in shape, but in 2020, we Americans spent almost $40 billion trying to get in shape. And that was in the throes of a pandemic when fitness classes and gyms were closed or severely restricted for months. But even with $40 billion worth of mass enthusiasm, keeping a gym up and running these days is not as easy as it used to be before COVID. Case in point, F45. F45 is one of the fastest growing fitness franchises in the world. The fitness chain has a total of 1,760 studios globally, and they're spread across 50 countries. Locally, the F45 studio on Magazine Street went from having full membership and multiple classes a day before COVID to having no members at all, zero, in the middle of 2020. Things at F45 have gotten a lot better, but the struggle to stay in business is not over. The co-owner of F45 in the Garden District is Sal Figueroa. Sal, welcome down to lunch. Thank you. It's great to be with you. Working out is not the only path to health and wellness. In recent years, we've come to embrace other regimens like yoga and Pilates and diets. Some of these turn out to be passing fads. Remember sugar busters? Others become a mainstream method for getting and staying healthy. The latest addition to this list of alternative methods for improving your health is cryotherapy. Cryotherapy is the use of sub-freezing temperatures to make you feel better and look better. New Orleans' first cryotherapy clinic is Nola Chill, cryotherapy and wellness. The owner of Nola Chill is Walt Marcus. Walt, welcome down to lunch. Thank you for having me on. Excited to be here. Sal, everybody who has a business that involves people being together in an enclosed space was hit by the pandemic in 2020. Restaurants, hairdressers, bars, music venues, and many others had to close as a result of the shutdown. And some of these places have closed permanently. But of all the businesses, none were hit harder than exercise studios and gyms. The irony, of course, is this was a public health crisis and the greatest restrictions were placed on the places we normally go get and stay healthy. 
Now that we're recovering from the crisis and your business has survived, would you say that the hardship you went through has taught you anything about business in general or anything specific that you needed to change at F45? Well, I think it, it, it highlighted uh, and emphasized the importance of personal relationships. A lot of our people have stayed very loyal to us, have come back to us. On the other hand, we've had people who've come to us and said, hey, because of other factors, including losing their jobs, we won't be able to come back right now, but we plan to come back at a later date. In fact, recently, over the last two weeks, we've had former members start to trickle back in. Confidence is growing with the vaccine. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's really a matter of uh, surviving right now. And what we continue to say is those who survive will thrive afterwards because we think afterwards that there's going to be an explosion and we want to be here for that. And uh, Sal, help me out on where you stand in the whole fitness uh, uh, gambit here. I, you're seemingly somewhere between CrossFit, where you're picking up giant tires and throwing them around parking lot, and maybe Orange Theory. Is that a pretty good explanation? Yeah. yeah, we think we're right in the middle. So we're not as heavy as CrossFit, and we're not as light as Orange Theory. We're somewhere in the middle. Walt, as a person launching a new business, you've been in a position that on paper would be, put it mildly, unenviable. Uh, in a less professional analysis, I could imagine people calling you crazy. You're taking on a whole new concept that is totally unfamiliar to almost everybody. It requires getting people to buy into the pursuit of better health by subjecting themselves to sub-freezing temperatures. And you're doing it in the middle of the greatest public health crisis in a century. So let's start with your basic education pitch to a customer, which I'm sure you've given a thousand times by now. What is your standard answer to the question, what is cryotherapy and, and why should I try it? Um. There's a lot of things. So I guess cryotherapy specifically, uh, our chamber, it's uh, about negative 110 degrees. Uh, you go in our side chamber for 30 seconds. Uh, that's about negative 60 to get acclimated. And so people do it for a wide variety of reasons. Um, there's actually kind of new stuff you learn almost every day. Um, and because there's not just one reason why people do it. Um, so one cool note about it. So we have some people who kind of do it more for fat loss. And when you're in the chamber um, to actually experience it and turn that white fat into brown fat and help with the fat loss and the burning of calories, you're, when you're in the chamber, you're actually supposed to give in to your shiver response um, and let yourself body shiver and that helps burn the fat. But me personally, I do it more for the stress and mental um, aspect of it. And so if you're doing it that way, you're actually trying to not shiver when you're in there. Um, so what's cool about it is there's a lot of different people who come to try to do it and a lot of different ways and reasons why they are trying to come do it. Um, and so it's awesome having all these different types of people, whether it's people trying to burn calories, athletes, or match athletes recovering after a match or people who just like the mental um, aspect. Of it. One cool thing, it's really helped me sleep and a lot of our members who do it consistently. Um, it really helps them have a, a sound sleep, a night of sleep after too. And Walt, um, when I told people you were coming on the show, everybody's been asking me questions for the last couple of weeks. Are you in water? <laughs> no, so it's completely dry. Um, so there's some different types of cryo chambers. Um, so before when I was doing research, um, I went to Orlando um, October of 2019 um, to go look at equipment. And I fully had planned on getting a nitrogen chamber. It was really the only one I knew about. Um, so that's when you get in, um, your head's out of the machine. Um, so there's nitrogen fumes on the side. Uh, it looks pretty cool, but it's actually not as safe or as effective as the electric one we have. So with ours, you're getting fully in there. Um, and so 70% of the cold receptors in your body are in the neck up. 
And so you're missing out on that in the nitrogen chamber. Um, and so what our chamber is trying to do is trying to trick the body to go into fight or flight mode. Um, and so afterwards it has to heat, work so hard to heat back up. And so you're kind of missing that in the nitrogen chamber um, because you don't have your head in. And another cool thing, um, we, so we have an infrared sauna too. Um, and in the beginning, I was worried about people going from the infrared sauna to a, a chamber. I've just heard too many stories about people getting burned. Um, I had someone tell me about how she was sweating and went into a cryo chamber um, and had wiped herself completely down, but left a little spot on the back of her knee um, and got a burn from it. And so in the beginning, I didn't really want people going like straight from sauna or even like we're right by Audubon Park, people on a run and then coming in. Um, but I was a guinea pig and tried it myself. and the electric chamber is just so safe. The most that'll happen is hairs will ice up a little bit, um, but no burns. This one's super safe. Um, and so it's really awesome. We'll have people who love to do the hot and cold back to back. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of different ways. Sal, he mentioned uh, Audubon Park, and that's where I was first exposed to you guys. Uh, you were doing, it looked very adventurous. I would see you doing, I guess it was kind of a boot camp. Yes, what happens is that when we, before we opened, we were obliged by the franchise to uh, have a boot camp out at the park outdoors. And so for three weekends in a row, we organized uh, potential members. We were contacting people who had seen us on Instagram and Facebook and exp uh, express interest. So we would invite them out to Audubon Park to work out with us. It was uh, challenging doing it in July. <laughs> I, bet, I bet that was. The, uh, and you know, um, Sal, when we talk about what different businesses did during COVID-19, some of them, cut out marketing altogether, some really ramped up marketing. Where were you in all that? We cut it out altogether. All of our marketing ended up being very organic. So we took our members and we said, listen, you know, we're here, we're new. You guys have enjoyed us. We've made friends with you. And what we need you to do is invite your friends. We need you to invite your family. So we tried just to do member referrals more than anything else. We were not pouring money into marketing because overall we found that it just wasn't uh, effective and it was throwing away money. So uh, in order to just keep afloat, we just did organic marketing using our own people. And Walt, um, I'll play the devil's advocate here. This has got to be a very, very difficult business for you because you're doing two kinds of marketing, trying to explain the whole concept and trying to get them to come to your place. I mean, are they two separate projects or is it all one? Um, I think it kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, I the whole, my big goal in the beginning was the education process. Cause not only are we bringing a new business in that we want people to come to, but a new service and type of business that people really maybe have never heard of. And what I've learned is New Orleans people are very stubborn um, and tough to get people in unless they hear about it from a friend. Um, and so kind of going back to when you were just talking about with marketing, ours is very organic too, but I think that's kind of the way businesses have to grow in New Orleans. Um, just because the questions we were getting at the beginning are like, are you going to freeze me to death? Or uh, just like, am I going to, what, like, what's going on? Hey, you know, Walt, I've got to say this, um, and I mean this in a, in a very nice way, but you're 23 and you had no business experience coming in there. Let me just ask you this. Where did you get the funding? This is very expensive equipment, I would imagine. And uh, I can't imagine you walking into a bank. <laughs> yeah, no, I have a great family. Um, so the idea actually started with my little sister. She's a senior in high school. Uh, she just committed to play uh, tennis at Bucknell, actually. And so she played tennis across the country um, and started. She's had a bunch of injuries. She's had problems, elbow, um, but the worst one was she would cramp up. And so she actually tried cryotherapy um, 
in Little Rock, Arkansas. And so I was still in college at the time when she first tried it, but she loved it, did the Norma Tech that we also have. Um, and so it was kind of this idea with my mom and sister came to me and asked me, um, like, there's nothing like this in New Orleans. I think this would be a great business opportunity. And I was about to graduate. Um, I majored in finance, uh, did not think I was gonna do anything with cryotherapy, but it was kind of something in the back of my head. And so um, the money was from my mom. Um, she, it was, really us too. And um, is, she a, is she a tough investor? Does she come in every week and kind of want to <laughs> see the ledger? She's great. She'll help. And I get my family right now. My brother, Bo is sitting at the front desk while I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> I'm, the oldest of, I'm the oldest of five kids. Uh, I've had my dad come help. He's a lawyer, but he'll come sit on at the desk sometimes on Sundays to give me a day off. Um, these willing so, participants. I want to know that's uh, the, yeah. yeah, he's actually a full paying member too. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Peter Raschuti. I'm talking with Walt Marcus from NOLA Chill Cryotherapy and Wellness, New Orleans' first cryotherapy clinic on Magazine Street in Uptown, and Sal Figueroa from F45, the 45-minute workout gym on Magazine Street in the Garden District. Hey, Sal, is there a way to describe, you know, where your demographics are? Is there a, uh, an example of maybe your most uh, frequent uh, kind of person? Yeah, young professionals, young professionals. I mean, our our demographics are we're at about 70% women right now in terms of membership. We're at 70-30 in terms of women and men. Most of our people are either young couples. We have a few married couples. There's an F45 in Metairie, and his demographic is different than mine. And there's a demographic, and uh, there's a F45 in the Garden, not in Garden Street, uh, on Julia Street, Warehouse Street. And his demographic is more similar to mine. But yeah, that's about it. You know, we're, uh, and it's funny because uh, it's a family affair for me too. I got the idea of F45 because my daughter works for them in London. And she called me one day and said, I'm working for this great company. I'm retired. She goes, I know you're looking for something to keep busy. So why don't you take a look at this? And we looked at it. We decided to go ahead and buy the franchise along with my, I have two partners who are much younger than me. One of them is the owner of a CrossFit gym, actually, where I used to go. And, uh, and so that's how we got into it. And my wife and I are there every day, basically. Uh, we work out together. It's good for marriage. It's very good for marriage to work out together. You go, if you go, yeah, you know what? We have, we have several married couples, many, but even for on a personal level, I find that, you know, working out just improves my mood. And so uh, I think it's been great for us and we work out together. And then afterwards we take care of the gym together. So it's, uh, it's been great. I would like them to put endorphins in a bottle. That would be, uh, that would be really, really helpful. Then you wouldn't need us anymore. You no, know, that's that true. That, so, you know, all right, that would uh, hurt Sal. And, I didn't... Do, and then I found out recently that one of my newest members is actually going to do cryotherapy right now. So uh, there is some connectivity there. And, you know, it's funny. When we uh, think of uh, the technology here, um, Walt, you know, tend to think it's a brand new thing, but it's been around like forever, right? Cryotherapy really got popular in like the 70s um, in Japan um, when it was first founded for arthritis. Um, and then it just, I think Europe kind of adopted it before the US and now some cities in the US kind of been a little ahead of the curve. Um, but I know like in LA and New York are kind of like maybe five to 10 years it's been going on where New Orleans is a little behind, but it's something that clearly helps people. Um, and I've just seen it here, even in just the six months we've been open, um, how much it's helped people, but how people start talking and wanting to learn more about it and seeing how it can benefit them in their own uh, specific ways. 
And Sal, I noticed that the company itself has a kind of a famous celebrity part owner spokesperson, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, yeah. In very good shape. You didn't want to have like Michael Moore, you know, as your spokesperson. Right. Well, you know, uh, uh, Mark actually signed on just when we got involved. So we were excited about that because we thought that would be a good boost for us. But, you know, one of the things that we have found is that New Orleans is different than other cities. This is an easier sell in Seattle and Portland where people really care about fitness. When it comes to us, we have to get people to work around their king cake. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, and we have to, on Fridays, our last class is at 4.30 because on Fridays, even through in COVID, people are looking for happy hours somewhere. So it's something that we need to work around in New Orleans. It, you know, you know, the old New Orleans saying is about if you live long, it's your own fault. So, you know, we're trying to get around that. And it's not always an easy sell, but we're working at it. Well, speaking of that, we talk about having a drink after that uh, Friday event. What about um, why Magazine Street? I, you know, I sometimes view it as more congested. Uh, some of these spas are kind of out a little bit. How'd you pick that? Well, we were offered a, a chance to pick on different zones. So F45 cut up the city in different territories. And uh, we were looking in Lakeview, Mid-City, and the Lower Garden District. And we ended up, it was difficult to find a location. I, I think maybe Walt can even speak to that. Finding a location in New Orleans can be difficult. We don't have that many strip malls the way other cities might. So uh, we basically just, and then F45 is very specific in terms of the criteria for a location, in terms of uh, the configuration and overall square footage and things like that. So we have to make all those things work. And we liked being in a place where people walk a lot. We like being in a small neighborhood. Uh, and we thought that Magazine Street would give us the visibility that we wanted. And so far, so good, you know? And honestly, uh, people can park for free. Uh, they have to park in the neighborhood. They have to park on the side streets, but they're not paying for parking, which can be an issue in some places. And Sal, what were you doing before all of this? I. I something similar? No, very different. I actually, I am a citizen of Belize, Central America, and I'm a retired diplomat. I worked for the Belize Foreign Service for a long time. And I grew up between New Orleans and Belize. And when I, res when I retired, my son was at Tulane and I owned a home here. My wife and I were like, where are we going to go? And uh, we pointed to New Orleans. And I've always enjoyed living in this city. So that's why we came back. Walt, you know, I'm trying to figure out how you would be, even when I try to explain what you're doing in the last couple of weeks, getting ready for the show, you're just tough to categorize. I mean, you're not a gym, you're not a spa, and you're kind of like, I don't know, are you not quite a healthcare facility? I would think that makes the sale, uh, the discussion a little bit more difficult, but really what it would be difficult is during COVID where everybody had a different, um, had different rules. What, what did you do? Yeah, so the city of New Orleans honestly didn't really know how to classify us. Um, so just a little backstory, we like, I was planning on opening beginning of 2020, if not end of 2019. And then we had some issues with the city of New Orleans getting permitting, it was a little behind. Then we were like on the final step of our permitting process where I think they had classified us like three different titles, wellness or whatever they were trying to do. And then they actually had the cyber attack. Um, so that set us back that set us back a couple more months and then it made us delay until about march when all the equipment was about to arrive and then that's when covid hit and and that pushed us back so we kind of don't I, I think we're 
the final classification was just wellness center. Um, but in a way, I think it's cool because we do have all these different services. So it's not just for recovery or it's not just for people trying to lose weight. So kind of my idea was having something where we have a service for everyone. Um, so there's a ton of different well, reasons. Well, that, I, that is what I was just about to bring up. I When I started looking up your company, um, you had, let's see, as a business school professor, I would almost say you had too many services. Yeah, that was in the beginning is like not only having to introduce uh the city to cryotherapy but introduce to all these services and i was worried is it almost like too much is it almost overkill having all these services where i probably could have done it smaller and um gotten about the same amount of people in the beginning in um just because it is a big learning curve um and getting people to do something that they know nothing about i know what uh our listeners might be thinking right now is um how are they similar how are they different walt Yours is not a franchise, and mm -hmm. Sal's is a franchise. Uh, Sal, how'd you make um, that decision? You could have, you could have started your own uh, shop. I mean, uh, well, yeah, but you know, we wanted to have the support of a franchise. We wanted to be able to use the technology because everywhere in the world right now, all fifty-four countries are doing the exact same program. So we know what to rely on. It's all programmed. We don't have to worry about music. We don't have to worry about programming exercises, which can be very time consuming. It's pretty mindless, to be honest with you. The only thing that, that worries us is that we rely on technology so much that in the garden district, I would say in the last, you know, since we've been open, maybe a handful of times we've gotten to the gym to open it and found out we had no Wi-Fi. And so then we have to sort of make things up as we go along. But generally, we don't have that problem. And also we wanted to rely on the marketing that they offer us and the fact that we can have Mark Wahlberg speaking for us and that recently they had David Beckham and recently, you know, and so we expect more celebrities to be supporting it and investing in it. And, and we wanted to be a part of that. And, you know, I looked at, uh, looked up the company a little bit, uh, Sal getting ready for the show. And it seems like, uh, do I have this right that certain days of the week are kind of dedicated to different kind of fitness right. regimens? Yes. So Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are cardio-based. Tuesdays and Thursdays are uh, resistance-based, meaning you mostly lift weights. Every workout is 45 minutes long, except Saturday. And Saturday, we do a one-hour workout that is 50-50. And then Sunday, we do a very chill recovery workout, but it's kind of resistance-based. So yeah, and like I said, everywhere in the world, everyone's doing the same workout. Did you notice Walt got all excited when you mentioned the word chill? That was that was really a <laughs> nice, nice program in there. And because of that, um, Sal, is that, and you mentioned the kind of the breakdown by days, how often does someone come and how often do they pay? Is it a membership? Are they paying per class? Uh, they're paying monthly. I would say 80% of our members buy a monthly pass for unlimited. They can even come twice a day if they want to. And the other 20% are buying class packs because some people we find want to mix it up. They may want to do Pilates or yoga and work out with us. So they, they don't want an unlimited. So they buy a, a, a class pack and then they can just use the pack, the, the class as they go along. And, and Walt, you know, I'm not saying that you're doing this, or, um, but I think, isn't it necessary to become kind of an evangelist for this, uh, for this kind of thing? I mean, you've got to really talk it up. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, and but the thing is, is like it's almost hard not to talk about it. Just like, and I can I could talk about it forever. But the feeling after you do it, it's almost it's so cool to see. Like sometimes I'll be having like a bad day or just like kind of tired, and so I'll I'll be timing someone going in the cryo, and it honestly makes my day seeing their reaction. I per, I personally like when I'm outside of work, don't like to talk about it as much as uh, some of my family members maybe, but. Um, I'm kind of like, um, I'll work during it. And then I kind of just want to take my mind off it sometimes because it just is kind of my entire life when I'm going to bed, when I'm waking up in the morning, it's kind of all I'm thinking about. So I honestly probably could be promoting even more. Um, but I think my mom and parents do a good job of that for me. <laughs> we all know that working out and consciously taking care of ourselves is good for us. But before 2020, most of us assume that even if we didn't make it to the gym as often as we intended, if we just went about our normal lives, we'd stay healthy. The emergence of a widespread deadly virus changed all that. One of the many results of the global COVID-19 pandemic has been to make us aware of the importance of maintaining base level good health. And so for our own health and wellness, it's all in our interest that the health and wellness industry remains healthy and well. Walt and Sal, uh, within the wellness world, you're both dedicated to doing what you really believe in. Uh, that kind of passion is not only an inspiration to people who need to be inspired to stay healthy, but it also strengthens your own resolve and fuels your business in the face of challenges. I wish you both continued success and look forward to keeping up with you. Thank you both for taking the time today to join me on Out to Lunch. Thank you very much. It's been great being here and uh, come visit us. We'd love to have you come work out with us. I'd like to do yeah, that. Thanks so much. Come by anytime. Thanks for having me. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Sal Figueroa, co-owner of F45 Garden District, and Walt Marcus, owner of NOLA Chill Cryotherapy and Wellness. We edited this show to fit into the time slot here on WWNO. You can hear our unedited conversation and find out more about F45 and NOLA Chill by listening to the Out to Lunch podcast. You can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on our website, itsneworleans.com. If you want to know what we look like, you can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and our Out to Lunch social media. These photos were taken today by Jill LaFleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. Very soon, we're going to go back to hosting Out to Lunch around the real world lunch table. For right now, Commander's Palace is open for lunch Wednesday through Friday, dinner seven nights a week, and jazz brunch on the weekends. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our researcher is Maggie Mendel. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week for more business New Orleans style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com. And by Hancock Whitney. Hancock Whitney is here for families, here for businesses, here for communities during this challenging time. Visit hancockwhitney.com COVID-19 for the latest. And by... Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And by Peony on Magazine Street, exceptional women's and children's clothes and gifts. And by Basics Swim and Gym and Basics Underneath Fine Lingerie. 
and by the It's New Orleans Happy Hour podcast. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. 